0: بسم الله والشيطان رجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله تبارك وتعالى تعالى وسلم على سيدنا محمد سيدنا وسندنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومولانا صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وسلم تصليما كثيرا كثيرة أما بعد this is a, uh, a great blessing of Allah Ta'ala that we made it to this masjid and to this al Fajr uh, on the morning where the ghafilin, the people who are heedless uh, uh, of Allah and His Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, in this hour, they're deprived of their akl, they're deprived of their senses, they're deprived of, their, uh, 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 of being awake, much less of being aware of what's going on around them or understanding anything on a deeper level. And it's very interesting, the keeping of time and the keeping of the passage of years. Uh, this is something that human beings have been doing uh, since since the very beginning. Um, in fact, the keeping of years and the dating of history from a particular date, this is something that the Muslims did first. If you look at the year, they say it's 2020. It's supposed to be 2020, Anno Domini, the year of our Lord. Uh, the Muslims started the calendar from the Hijra first. And then afterward the Christians are like, Hey, that's a good idea, we should do that too. Why? Because there's a type of gafla that that, they, that, that passed with them. They used to run the Gregorian sorry, the Julian calendar from before and uh, um, that was a calendar without leap year this is why the eastern orthodox church celebrates christmas on the seventh of january instead of on the 25th of december Um, there's like a long convoluted story but basically what happens they see the muslims have dated their calendar from hijra and then they're like oh we should date our calendar from the birth of christ and so they tried to figure out what year that exactly was and they were they were unable to figure it out precisely uh, and that's why they say that forget about being born on the 25th of December he wasn't even born uh, uh, in the first year of uh, of the uh, the common era there's being no zero year in that calendar so this idea of counting years there's nothing wrong with it in fact in some ways the uh, uh, the Kuffar and Mushrikeen learned it from this Ummah however the point of counting the years and the point of uh, Knowing the sinin wal Hisab, the the number of years that pass, and what the astronomical measurements of these things are, all of these things have order, right? What's the whole point of mentioning, you know, وَبَنِينَا فَوْقُكُمْ شِدَادًا وَجَعَلْنَا سِرَاجًا all of وَجَعَلْنَا وَجَعَلْنَا اللَّيْلَ all of these types of uh, uh, references to natural phenomenon that are occur again and again in the Quran the point is that they themselves are not a point they themselves are pointing toward a deeper meaning which is what the fact that the universe is a universe of order means that there is some meaning deeper to existence than just random stuff happening uh, so if anyone here has studied thermodynamics <coughs> they know that that the the universe it's a, a, a it's a uh, um, Matter that underpins the physical world that all systems of order will tend to go spontaneously without the need for intervention from order into chaos. From what? From order into chaos. So that's why you have a car, and if you leave it outside for fifty years, it will rust. You never leave a rusty, uh, you know, piece of metal outside, and it turns into a car. Why things go from order. Chaos, on their own. You don't need to have any outside intervention. If you want to reverse that process, you have to invest energy into the system in order to do it. However, despite all of that, look, human being is a wonderfully complex and ordered organism, as are all living things. The solar system is ordered. Everything, that, it's like meted out in discrete quanta of of time and of space and of measurement and of counting, etc., all of these things, they're there, and there's like a kind of like a dichotomy between the two. That why is everything spontaneously go to chaos? Yet we still see that over, order overwhelms the universe. And the overwhelming of the order uh, uh, against the universe means what? That there is some power that provides order that has higher order than the the the, the spontaneity of things toward chaos. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is there. He created the universe from nothing. Any time a person sees order, that's what beauty is. Beauty is order, and any time a person sees that, it makes the heart happy. It makes the heart fill with joy, and it makes a, a person feel meaning in life. That I'm not just like some monkey running around, uh, uh, you know, eating things and turning them into feces. But I'm actually there's some point in me being around, point in me being alive. And ultimately, it, it points to what all of this order points to. Allah, Allah Taala is the one that you cannot see, you cannot hear, you cannot touch. That the Absar, the visions don't see him, but he sees the visions. However, through the order in the universe, people can see the signs that point toward the. existence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is the point of all of it the point is not to say that oh look you know the the earth made a lap around the sun let's all get drunk that's not the point of it or you know you say okay we're muslims so we're not going to get drunk because drinking is haram but we're going to go and party for no reason what's the thing to celebrate when you see this order it's not that we're ignorant of the order in many ways our forefathers were more keenly aware of the existence of this order than others were and they taught other people about it as well the point is, is what that you take a ibrah, you take a lesson from it. What does it mean? Is a shamsu right? Within nujumul kadarat right? In the samatam fatarat. What is what are what is the point of all of these uh, 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 other sets of observations that, that certain surahs begin with or certain surahs mention? It's that when that order breaks down, right? When that order breaks, when Allah subhanahu wa taala stops sustaining that order in this dunya then you know the, how, how needy you are for Allah's help. My Shaykh, ta'ala, he said, my grandfather, my, my grandfather, uh, 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 he died in Salatul fajr The Imam read the Shamsu al And he, uh, uh, he started to like scream as if he sees it in front of him and he died, he, that's it. He entered the masjid and he exited the masjid as a corpse. And this is the way our forefathers were. Abdullah ibn Wahhab, he's one of the narrators of a hadith from uh, Imam Malik rahimahullah ta'ala. You'll find his hadiths are narrated in all of the Suha Sitta. Ibn Wahab, he died, same thing. I forget particularly which surah, but it was read in front of him. And just the fright and the fear of that order being removed from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this world, it overwhelmed him. This is the reason Allah ta'ala, this is the reason that we thank Allah. When arada and u arada shukura, the person who wishes to take a remembrance and a reminder from Allah ta'ala, or the person who wishes to thank Allah ta'ala for him providing these blessings and these benefits to us. And the day Allah ta'ala removes it from the world, the world has no way of existing on its own. The world has no, this order has no way of exerting itself on its own. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the day he, he wishes, what's going to happen if I if I yank the the the, the hard and the string breaks? What's going to happen with all the pieces? They're all going to fly in every single direction. You cannot. There's no longer the tasbih has no use anymore. Right now, we'll count you to a hundred, right? Once it's broken, it has no use anymore. You won't be able to find the beads, much less uh, use them to count or to do anything with it, right? This entire universe is like that. This is the point of remembering these things. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, uh, give you tawfiq. This is also part of our uh, correct aqidah. We should thank Allah ta'ala when we're walking out of the door that there are some people who are completely heedless. Just like an'am, like cattle, they come and go, they eat and drink. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give them hidayah. Maybe if they get hidayah, they can be better than us. But for right now, we're the ones Allah Ta'ala brought into his house on this morning. This is a great blessing from Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala. in If you're thankful, I'll increase you. Allah Ta'ala, give us increase. And by the barakah of us, having prayed the Salatul fajr inside of the masjid, may Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala also give hidayah to those around us, the Muslims and the, the, the people of other faiths, that they should also come and take a lesson from this order as well. And may Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala make us benefit through this system rather than be destroyed from the system in this world and the hereafter. وَصَلَّى محمد وعلى آله وصحبه آه. أجمعين.